1: Welcome to Scrimshaw, Shop, no, Jack. So Top Omaha. <laughs>
0: no, Jack. Welcome to Script Shop.
1: And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, welcome to Script Shop. Uh, welcome to a very special episode of Script Shop. Ta-da. This is where we do our anti-drug message for Frank. Mm.
0: Okay, Frank. Uh huh. Don't use. Don't get yourself in trouble with drugs.
1: Okay, that's good advice. That's what I got. Hi everybody. Welcome this is our big 100th show. Yeah. I hope this carries well on the mic. Frank, yeah, you got It takes a little You got to put some air into it. Yeah, you got to want it. Got
0: to put y'all back into it. Frank
1: could do it. Put your back into it. Uh hey everybody. So, this is our 100th episode. We've been can you guys believe we've been doing the show for a hundred years? <laughs> this is
0: <laughs> one episode a year. It
1: feels like it's uh, it just it was uh, like a year or two ago when we started doing it.
0: Wouldn't that be a cool episodic thing? Like if I, if, I don't know how you would do it. Well, mm. let's say you have a six year old do a show. And then when he's 70, he does another than an eight. But none of it releases into this guy's like 80. Well, they did.
1: Hang on. Just hang on. They, they did. They did a movie like that. Um, yeah. Boyhood. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, it took him, what, like 20 years to film it? It took him a while. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: I think it was just 10 that, like, the kid was seven originally, and then he was a teenager.
1: Okay. Yeah. That sounds right.
0: Did you see that one?
1: I did not. No. Heard it
2: was very good, though.
0: I thought it was okay. Um, What? Did you see that one, Frank?
2: No. I just want to say that. With it being our 100th episode, you're mm-hmm. probably only gonna get 100 words out of me tonight.
1: Oh. No.
2: And that's like 23 right there. That's like so. a new oh, record, no. though.
0: I was going to ask if that was any different from what we normally got.
2: It's a lot more. Stop talking. It's like 99 Save it for things more words. We're just going to have your words now.
1: Don't use your words, Frank. Don't use your words.
0: Don't use your words.
1: Uh, so you folks have uh, tuned into a really special episode. We've got uh, a little celebratory dinner going on. We, we had a dinner that Frank's wife made for us before the show a couple weeks ago. Right. It was delicious. It was wonderful. Um, We
0: were trying to figure out what to do for a 100th episode Mm -hmm. because we had a lot of amazing ideas, Mm -hmm. but because we don't do this full-time, we were having problems really getting the execution in place. Right. So we were trying to figure out what to do, and since we have such a good time sitting around eating together, we thought, well, you know what? What the heck? Yeah. Why don't we eat dinner together, have a casual conversation who knows what will happen though? Anything could happen on this show. There's there's literally no plan.
1: Yeah. Who knows who's going to come walking through the door at any given moment? This and, could be a, mm-hmm. a guest a, a guest surprise uh, who, filled mm-hmm. action show. Who do
0: you think is the best person that could? could come into the room
1: at this place at this point best person or most likely person
0: best one obviously most likely is like a the cleaning crew or something
1: well or just i'm thinking of like guests we've had on that actually live here in town that Mm. would make them a little more likely to walk through the door like if if jennifer howd was here or gabe lang was here that's true that would make things a little more likely gabe
0: would be so fun to have just walking on the door too yeah well for me it would be the kool-aid man obviously because that is the dream scenario where if he busted through the door (laughs) <laughs> that would make the show.
1: Dropped a hey, hey, hey on us, and then we had to go over the, the Kool-Aid man script.
0: Yeah, he says, oh, yeah, that guy.
1: Well, that's right. He didn't say hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was Fat Albert. Mm-hmm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Wrong one. He didn't bust through doors so much. He <laughs> just busted down Prejudice. That's right. And taught you lessons. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is the show, everybody. I can already tell this show is going to be a nightmare to edit just uh-huh. from... um. From the perspective of all the uh, like gaps that we're probably gonna have, although I'm not worried about us like talking and doing the show while we're eating Chinese I food. I know,
0: although I get made fun of for eating when we do the actual show.
1: Well, that's different. This that was not a very special episode when you were chomping on peanuts <laughs> or whatever Doritos Pe- or whatever. There's it was. definitely
0: peanut M Ms. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that you know that script had that that episode had a script. It had a guest. Mm-hmm. It had a lot on the line. Yes. There's not that much on the line except for the fact that I should not be hungry by the end of this episode.
1: Right. and all well, that and the, the idea that we're literally daring the audience to stay with us as long as they possibly can <laughs> we on should this one.
0: Throw a birthday competition that it's like those ones where when you're at a wedding and they say, who's been in a relationship for five years? Stand mm. up. Oh. A couple stands up and the last one standing gets special applause mm-hmm. that's like who's gonna last listening gonna last to this noise? episode
1: here's what you need to do listeners uh, if you uh know that you're going to bail on the show we need you to tweet at us at what minute that <laughs> mm-hmm. you bailed mm-hmm. and who, we'll, we'll figure out what the over under is mm-hmm. and wherever the whoever comes it's like a uh, price is right rules whoever comes closest without going over that's right they are the winner based on the fact, the fact we're about five minutes in so far i'd say that uh, the over under is looking mighty low Mm. I'm liking the under on this show so far.
0: Well, I'm enjoying this show because I'm getting fed.
1: I am too. Uh, So we, uh, the the food that we got, and we were trying to figure out where we wanted to get some food from. Uh, There's a Chinese place that is right near the iHeartMedia Cincinnati studios called uh, China Island, which is. Oh, were you? Was that you with the spring roll into the mic? (laughs) There it is. And that was the site of one of the first places. That was like the first place. We just had more people drop out now. <laughs> we just lost four more.
0: Professionals.
1: Frank's losing words and we're losing listeners.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think about how bad this episode could be for the whole show as a whole.
1: Yeah, I know. We got to we gotta sort of pump this up a little bit. We're, we're, we're going to do our best here. Uh, but So uh, China Island, which is right near the studio, um, uh, was the first place that we ever had dinner together, mm-hmm. right? As, as, as a group talking about the show. I think it was in the midst of a recording day, wasn't yes, it? Yes,
0: were we doing practice? No, we were doing just a massive recording day, that and we took right. a break for lunch.
1: Yeah, yeah, daytime weirdly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the way we we did go there for date for lunch for daytime food for and a date.
0: For we all went to a date. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say date. That's why I said this. No, you're fine. Yeah,
1: and so and that was a, that was a historic thing, not only for uh, us getting together to uh, eat a meal together in the course of doing the show, but also that was a an historic first for for our very own Frank Steele.
0: Why don't you tell them why, Frank?
2: because I've never eaten there before? Mm, um yes, mm-hmm. yeah. A little more specific. Yeah,
0: get a little bit. Well, I was going to say a little more broad.
2: Oh, yeah. Never had this dish before. Mm-hmm. I thought it was your first
1: time getting Chinese food period. Probably. Oh. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I was going for.
2: That's what it was.
1: So big anniversary show, we're getting the uh the Chinese food again. Uh Frank, what 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 was the what was the meal that you cut your teeth on uh Chinese food wise? Beef and broccoli,
0: beef and broccoli, mm-hmm.
1: and that's what uh, that's what you have again, right? Mm-hmm. All right,
0: yeah, this food is good. It's worth eating one hundred times.
1: Yeah,
2: if I, if I visited any of the Asian countries, beef and broccoli is probably the only well noodles, just plain noodles, noodles, and beef and broccoli are probably the only things I'd be able to eat. Yeah, how come?
1: Well, unless you f- start feeling adventurous, I
2: don't. Well, sometimes
1: <laughs> sometimes it's rice and
0: vegetables, and you know, there is a lot of iterations of some basic stuff you could be eating. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't feel adventurous. That's the point. hmm Yeah. What if somebody tied you up, and not in a sexy way, mm. in a scary way, mm. and they said, you know what? I'm going to mess your whole life up unless you eat this, insert name of, exotic food here. What would, about, what if it was would, just would,
1: rabbit? Would you eat rabbit? I've <sighs> eaten rabbit before. Oh, you've eaten rabbit I, before.
0: I have not eaten rabbit. I have a really hard time eating rabbit. Some animal foods. They mm-hmm. just make me queasy.
1: Because of the taste? Or because rabbits are okay. I, I think
0: it's I think it gets in my head. Yeah. Like I can barely even eat duck or lamb because I'm like, ooh, that was a little duck. That was a little lamb.
1: Well then what if we turn the table I know you're trying to put Frank on the spot here, but what if somebody tied you up in a non sexy way and said, We need you to eat this rabbit <laughs> I would do it. You would do it. I would
0: do it in a heartbeat. Or else they're gonna, you know, steal my precious baby olive and cutie husband Philip, i would right. like, eat that rabbit.
1: Yeah. Right, okay. Frank, uh, so what, what if there was like a, an exotic uh, piece of food, some sort of weird underwater bug that they, oh, they dress bugs. up and eat food?
2: It, it would have to depend on how high the stakes were.
1: Mm-hmm. What if my life was in danger if you eat the food or not? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now he's thinking. Now he's <laughs> thinking. Well, so yeah, I mean, we were going to just sort of reminisce about our time doing the show and – uh, you know, re- any memories of uh classic moments that we may have? Well, or... a classic
0: moment was obviously the meeting in Ikea. The
1: ah, Frank between you meeting, and Frank, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the Frank
0: meeting in Ikea mm-hmm. is a momentous moment
1: mm-hmm.
0: where Frank wanted to talk about the show. I show up in Ikea because he suggested Ikea as a central meeting location, which mm-hmm. was hysterical and still is. And uh, Frank's got like a three-page list of stuff that he wants to get my take on. So I was interviewed.
1: Because Frank is nothing if not
2: thorough. That's true. I tried to basically get her not to make the show to make sure that she actually wanted to do the show.
1: Oh, okay. You like sort of reverse engineered it. How did I
0: stack up, Frank?
1: Well, you're listening to the 100th (laughs) episode. Here we are.
0: (laughs) I already knew the answer to that. I just wanted to make you say it.
1: Frank, what were some of the things that you put her on the spot about in terms of like what you wanted to accomplish with the show or like content wise or what?
2: I don't. Quite recall exactly, but it was just like how much work and effort it's going to be. How, like, it has to, you know, we had to come out of the gate basically swinging. I don't know if that's the right term, but hit the ground running,
0: hit the ground swimming, (laughs) pedal to the metal.
2: (laughs) Had to hit the
1: ground swinging. We had to come out of the gate with guns blazing.
2: (laughs) And just how, like, we had to have, we couldn't just go about it haphazardly and have, like, no plan or structure for how the show should work. Which, honestly, that meeting's great because... And just how much time it was going to take. It does take. And how little money you're going to make for years. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of us came into this expecting to make money, right?
2: Well,
0: I mean, I'm sure Frank has money plans in mind. I do, too, but, you know.
2: Since that, like, we talked about, potential ways to monetize the show Yeah, that for, you know, that meeting, Yeah, but, but we never expected, you know, we never thought it was going to be a, we a never sure thing. planned that it would happen in the first year or two. Anyway.
0: Right. And also being able to monetize and make money takes resources. And the only resource we have is the limited amount of time we have well, and the talent and the studio and the web design and everything that we actually do have, but you can't do more until you make more time for more.
1: Well, and speaking of money, you know, we're we're not approaching this show in any sort of traditional way as far as our format and making sure we mention in different social media platforms and whatnot. But since we are talking about money, we should say once again thank you to all of our donors on Patreon who have who have opted to throw some money at us, some reenies and some roonies, and uh that that, that has helped us to uh, uh, on some level monetize rink. the show.
0: That's the sound of roonies and Haroonies clinking. together. Well, well,
1: hit that sound again. Rune
0: rink.
2: <laughs> that's uh okay yeah, sure. oh ricky
0: dinks huh all right
2: this is some ricky show dinks. if you are gonna support us on patreon for this episode it'd be great if you did it in a multiple of 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah obviously
0: 100 pennies we want listen
1: we want you to participate in the show and clearly the only way that's really going to work is if you do things in multiples of 100 for this <laughs> show specifically <laughs> of course <laughs> uh, i feel obligated to say now that we are a little over 10 minutes into this show that Oof. if you have stuck around to this point, let me say that there is a little bit of a show prize waiting for you at the end. Uh, and I suppose that goes for you guys, you two also, mm-hmm. Allison and Frank, because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to stick it out for as long as I am. And we got a little something waiting for you at the end, but you got to get to the end. So that's well, mm. people can for fast
2: forward podcast, though. That just occurred to me. <laughs> we can't, though. Not well, we show. also
0: don't know how long this show is going to last. Mm-hmm.
2: This episode?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This episode is going to last. Mm-hmm. The show's obviously going to last for another 100 years, easily.
1: Yeah, we're 100 years in already.
0: But the episode itself, is this going to be a 60-minute episode, or is it going to be a 15-minute episode?
1: We don't know. Well, it depends on how, how the gods dare and whether or not we want to really defy the odds and try to go the distance on this. Oh, this boy. Crab Rangoon is outstanding, by the way. Is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Cream cheese and fried dough.
1: I love Crab Rangoon. So does Philip, actually. Yes, I love it. A little bit of crispy, the tang of the... The crab, cheese.
0: I wanted to bring him on and read the action headings if I had written a script shop, basically a spec script for our show. Mm-hmm. And he could come in as a special guest and do all the action headings. And then I guess at that point, we'd have to write parts in for Olive because if he's here, then she's probably here too. And so I'd have to poke her at the right times to get her to respond into the microphone.
1: What would you do for a, a script for us about the show? Okay. Would it be like some crazy you, action adventure
2: or what? Well, you said you started it, right?
0: I No, it's just uh, in my head. It, it's like what I was doing, I wanted, I think a crazy action adventure would be fun, but what I really wanted to do was set it up so that basically we're getting ready for the show, and then we start the show, we have a guest on the show, and there's all this casual stuff that's happening. But let's say all of a sudden Jack gets a nosebleed, mm-hmm. and so he's got to run out of the studio, and I have to keep the show going while Jack's taking care of his nosebleed. But Frank and I are having moments talking about Jack, and then I have to interact with you guys and interact with the guests without letting the guests know that something's going to happen. So Jack's got a nosebleed. He comes back, then Frank's nose starts to bleed. And basically what I wanted (laughs) to plant in the script was that these small, casual things were happening, but all of a sudden like something terrible was going to happen. Like this was the first stage of you becoming a zombie or something. And so something tragic and drastic happens, and the whole shtick is that we're keeping the show going so that we don't have to botch this whole episode... But one of us always has to be talking to the guest, and the rest of us are dealing with what this immediate tragedy, accident, high risk situation is.
1: That's some yeah. It's like some new thing to juggle. It sounds like noises off.
0: Exactly. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Behind the scenes, front of the scenes.
1: Yeah. Script shop off.
0: We we'd have to be very specific about when the mics were turned on and when they were turned off, Mm -hmm. and there could be moments where we respond appropriately to the guests or not appropriately to the guests that's a good idea and then we have to deal with covering for that all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. I thought that would be the most fun thing that we could do make it as close to real life as possible the fun thing is is that we could play ourselves we could put a lot of the small nuance in there about us you know like um and then I don't know how it would end up maybe the three of us being zombies doing the show you know and that's just the new normal now is that we're we're just zombies
1: so, where does a script like this for you come from? Do you have like ongoing fears of minor disasters occurring during the course of the show? Have you have you had worries about nosebleeds? is somebody close to you in your life experienced a nosebleed in a in a nigh catastrophic uh-huh.
0: way, or is I this show the
2: zombie show that just never dies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that one better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do.
2: Well, thanks for one upping me, there, Frank. That's
1: uh He's
0: only got a hundred words. He's got to make them worth it. Yeah,
1: well, he clearly has so far. He just sniped me conversationally. It was great. Uh, any plans for production on that? On such an idea?
0: Well, one day when I when my kids are grown, it'll probably get made.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Afnan Linjawi, if you're listening right now and wanted to write that script, I, that's something I'd give a read to.
0: Afnan, of course, wrote. And sent in a script called Hot Burrito. Mm-hmm. That's, That's how what got
1: she, her on the show. She liked the show and listened to it and then wrote up that Hot Burrito script and got our attention. And That then, was amazing. Yeah, we had her on.
0: That was amazing.
1: That was that was very flattering that we got Hot burritoed in such a way.
0: Yeah, remember that my brother, too, he was getting married and he wrote his wedding ceremony and he sent it to me to read. And in the subject line, he put hashtag Hot Burrito. <laughs> and that was just like the... He wrote it as a screenplay, mm-hmm. basically. His wedding ceremony. Which makes sense because there's different people who say different things of certain parts. Oh yeah. But that was literally probably the highlight of my script shop year is getting my brother's fucking wedding ceremony with the hashtag hot burrito on
1: it. Didn't he have a bunch of curse words in his in that wedding breakdown too? He
0: did, yes. And they were removed for the final <laughs> performance.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. That's so good. Uh-huh. That's very good.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful wedding.
1: Well, that's a bit of a surprising thing to have, you know, just your to, to have a brother tie in such a personal thing for him, but also incorporate a part of the show. Have there been any other, like, little surprising moments the, in over the course of us doing the show? Whether we, when we've met a guest, maybe uh, having them on the phone and then meet them in person, like we did for multiple guests last year during yeah. Any Any surprising moments over the last hundred episodes? One of my
0: most memorable ones was with Dexter Williams with Second Dance because <clears throat> he got on the phone with us and was like, hey, I just have a little bit of time. Turns out that he was on a break from work. Right. And that the script he wrote was really deeply connect, connected to like his philosophies on his life in general and how he approaches creativity in yeah. general. And that, I think, was one of the most impactful episodes that I've done because of how— like open-minded he was about his life and about what he was doing and what he wanted to accomplish.
1: Yeah, he was really like incorporating mysticism and there there was a level of living past lives and like hypnosis and stuff that was in that second dance script. And yeah, he was, was beautiful. He was really into uh, incorporating, you know, mysticism and, and other worldly concepts into, yeah. into his work. And, and he, did, he did that for a lot of his stuff.
0: Yeah, and it was just cool because it was like that's what he was about and bringing that to the table yeah. while sharing that he was on his break from work yeah. was just like really cool for me.
1: Yeah. What about you? Um. So I remember when we had uh, Jonah Calhoun on, who mm-hmm. was our he was like twelve, I think, when we had him oh, on the man, show. He was great, and he wrote that Bat Out of Hell script about a bat named Batty that was like wrongly sent to the underworld and yeah. was trying to get out.
0: That one was amazing. That one was fun because when it when it landed in our queue, I read it and I was like, okay, well these jokes these jokes are there. Mm-hmm. This writer is trying to do something. Let's talk to him and see what happens. And I shot off one of our script shop, you know, email offers. And instead I got, hey, I didn't write that, but my son did. Oh, Do you still want to interview him? And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, we do. We definitely do. Yeah, because
1: before that, we didn't know that he was as young as he was, right? Yes, right.
0: right. And that was our first kid.
1: Yeah, writing a script about a bat getting out of hell.
0: And remember when he was talking about drunk people? Oh, gosh. He was like, you know how drunk people have their own language? (laughs) That they have, in order to talk to a drunk person, you have to act drunk. I loved it. Very insightful.
1: Yeah. I hope he's doing well. Shout out to everybody that we're taking a little walk down memory lane and
2: remembering. I hope you all are doing well.
0: Frank A., what about you? Memorable episodes?
2: Probably the um, remotely working one. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, that was great. Yeah, with Bill and Scott. Yeah,
2: they came into town.
0: That was crazy. Because they shot an email saying, hey, we're going to come into town. And I was like, hey, you know we're a podcast. Right, that we just, we just do this, right? And they were like, "Yep, we're gonna make it worth it." And then in in the town they came,
1: and Bill flew in from like L.A. or San Diego, right? San Diego, yeah. And then Scott was in from like Minnesota, Missouri, something no, like that. No, it was it um,
0: was Iowa, St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis. Yeah, um, they came into town. Jack and I went to the airport to pick him up. With a backup plan of how to get out of it in case they turned out to be super
1: weirdos. That's right, we talked about what our escape well, plan we was in the car. we were going to do in case they
0: were weird, because we had no idea these right. people were just flying to Cincinnati just to be on our show. Right, we were like okay, For no other reason. Who are these people? What is happening? We had to protect ourselves in case they were dangerous. Right,
1: because who in their right mind would fly ha- halfway across the country to come on a podcast in Cincinnati?
2: <laughs> I had family in that weekend. And because you sent out the email, like, hey, yeah. do, you got, do we all want to hang out with him? And like, so I was telling Teresa, I was like, ah, like, what this, do I do? This, <laughs> this sounds interesting, but like, I have family coming in, so there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. Right. And she's like, well, maybe they'd want to come and do play games with the me? family. I'm like, maybe. Oh, maybe. oh my <laughs> Lord. Sorry, guys. You got to come
1: back in. We got to go play games with uh, Frank Frank's, and his wife's Frank family. Frank and his kids. Yes, Frank and his imaginary family that I completely screwed up very early on. For I mean, some that was reason.
0: another great episode that when we were doing the holiday episodes, Jack, you know, as any nice person would, asked what we were doing with our kids and said, Frank, what about you? You and your kids. And Frank and I just both went.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. What? Listen, I don't know why I just assumed that Frank had children. Uh, Frank, you know, you just have a very uh, paternal vibe to you. And uh, I guess I picked up on that. Maybe I would like you to maybe take me out into the parking lot and have a catch. Just a little moment. It's fine because that's the vibe I'm getting from. I was wondering where this <laughs> was going. Oh. Take me out of the parking lot. You was waiting for the payoff on that. I just want to have a catch. It's all very above
2: board. There folks. were
0: too many daddy jokes in there. That There's was none. Of what you were there were no daddy say. jokes in there. I
2: was being sincere. I think my hundred words are up. Nah. <laughs>
0: Bazinga. Frank's got the cherry. You hate it when I I say that. I hate it so much. I love figuring out what Jack's hate Jack hates (laughs) and sprinkling it into the show. Mm -hmm. If I do it super clever, he cannot respond to me. And it's so good. It's so good.
1: It's like the it's like the, the, the needle skip on the record, and I, I, there's yep. literally no alternative for me to go any other way. Yep,
0: I love doing that. I hate it. I love it when guests say things that are like kind of inappropriate, too, and in the studio, it's like one of those, whoop, oh, that's what she said <laughs> moments, and we're all looking at each other like, did you hear that? They just said that thing that's a, a double entendre. It's hilarious.
1: If we could work out some sort of compensation system for us doing the show where... We just got paid by like eye contact and raised eyebrows, (laughs) we would be very well off. Uh huh. Mm. Because I mean, you're sitting in the room and you're, I mean, we're talking to people that are good enough to send us their work and to come on the show, but like sometimes somebody just says something and you're, and then you catch a glance at somebody else's right there in the room and you know that they're thinking the exact same thing that you were thinking right in that moment.
0: Yes. I have to say, I have matured enormously since beginning this show that in the past I would probably just bust out laughing mm-hmm. but i've learned how to swallow my laughter oh get over it tune back into the seriousness of the conversation
1: sometimes it turns into a cough i know that's one of your
0: <laughs> one of my moves
1: that's one of your emergency moves when you're about to when you're laughing but i'm gonna you, lose it and you don't want to laugh and you want to stop it you will shift it into a cough and it's, uh, it's very look. impressive
2: actually do you remember that now everyone has untuned and went back and listened to all the episodes oh, for where you're no. caught
0: to figure out exactly what it was that really set me off.
1: Yeah, I mean the good news is that at this point nobody's listening to to us, so That's we can true. pretty much say whatever.
0: Do you remember the time that I made you leave the room by something <laughs> I said? Yeah, you said something really. I remember exactly what I said. Like I said family. exactly. No, 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 you would you rather? That. Don't you... do I'm killing your mic.
1: Her microphone's <laughs> off. Well, Frank, this is uh, the show that you and I are doing right now. Frank, you oh, got I thought
2: the. That was going to be my opportunity. How's the broccoli beef? It's it's all right.
1: Yeah, I, it looked like there was more than just beef and broccoli in there, though. You got yeah, some I carrots.
2: I did get some surprise carrots and some surprise water nuts. I feel
1: like water nuts. Is that what they are? That's exactly. Ches- Ches- no, chestnuts. that's right. Those chestnuts. Are, They're called water nuts now. That's exactly
2: what they're called.
0: Am I out of time sure? out now? Yes, I'm. Water. What well, they're water chestnuts. They're water chestnuts. Water chestnuts. Yeah, you're okay.
2: close. We are half. Both half right.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack was just being a meanie about it. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. He said, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly what they are. No,
1: it's what they're called now. As far as I'm concerned, they're called water nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. hmm
0: Do you remember the depressing Christmas story I read?
1: Oh, your, when you read The Little Match Girl?
0: Yes! And it was funny because before I was like... These old fairy tales, they always make me so uncomfortable that I start giggling. And then if you listen to me trying to read it, I get so nervous about all the gruesome death in it. Because it's that I a get, downer. Yeah, it is so bad. I love that Christmas episode, but part of it is like the fact that I'm reading the worst Christmas story Ever.
1: And that was all your idea, too. You're like, all right, well, we can just maybe read a couple classic Christmas stories and talk about some of the themes, and it'll be great. I can read Little Match Girl, and it'll be, and you know, it'll be fine. I'm just like, okay, sure, great. And then, like, you, I mean, I, in terms of remembering specifics exactly. in that story, yes. you just sort of knew the story in general and knew it was Christmas mm, adjacent.
0: Christmas. It's weird because I was just trusting my guts. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to read Christmas stories. I got to find one that's meaningful to me. Which one am I going to go with? Little, little uh, christmas dead girl and so i I don't know why that story is sticking out but that's the one i went with and then we had to explore it on the show
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean yeah she 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 dies hallucinating of having a mom and a life yeah it's in the cold uh, snow
0: that's i mean it's really so sad yeah good job it's when we were trying to talk about why anybody would do that yes why
2: hope Uh. Uh. yikes
0: what would you read as a Christmas story, Frank? What are you oh, going to read next year?
2: Uh, I wouldn't read that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you can't now. It's yeah. mine. Good call.
2: <laughs> hmm. I don't know.
0: Hmm. We'll just give it a second. Yeah. We'll that's what not what we're thing. cool. Mm-hmm. I really loved the um, script Seahorses. Do you guys remember that one?
1: Oh boy. Yeah Jason that Kirtallian. was Italian. That was where the it was the guy and the girl and they were back at like one of their apartments. His apartment. And he was really nervous and she was like kind of crazy, right? He, well, she was going through some right, good right, right. stuff. She had been just sort of driven nuts by what was going on in her life.
0: Yeah. And uh, it was a kind of romantic and there's a lot of banter back and forth, a lot of interplay. There were some phone calls that happened out to a couple of other friends offset and at the end somebody did get shot, but it was funny somehow. Somehow. Seahorses. We, it was a, a Valentine's Day episode for us, and I love that yeah, one. Yeah,
2: that's right. That, one's that's really right. Good. that was our Valentine's Day show. Can I read Die Hard for Christmas? <laughs>
1: you know, I've had this debate with a lot of people, and I am in the camp of even though it is set during Christmas, I do not believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. How come? I, it's just not, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't feel that in it. In order for a given story, especially in contemporary storytelling and filmmaking, to be considered a Christmas story, I think you have to start involving some themes about Christmas that uh, it can't just be set during Christmas and have it be considered a Christmas movie.
0: Well, it could, technically, but not metaphorically or thematically. No. Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Well, let's see. What if you had a movie that was set on a Saturday? Is it a Saturday movie? What, What... yeah, it is, because it's just an arbitrary time
2: sometimes. Is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles a Thanksgiving movie? Yes. yes, it well, is. Well,
1: it is. It's about getting back to family. It's about getting back to it's family and then forging new relationships, and, yeah. and traveling is inherently part of something like Thanksgiving. It's like the the most traveled holiday of the year.
2: But there is a little bit of that in Die Hard. I agree mostly with you, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of...
1: Well, what, what, what sort of Christmas-type themes are in Die Hard, would you say? And don't say the part but, where he says, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun.
2: No,
0: yeah, <laughs> just, Frank was like, "You just took my one little paddle away there to go. <laughs> float
1: down keep going, the river. keep going. You involved yourself in this. To get yourself out of it.
0: It's, sometimes it's never mind. I'm just done. I'm done with this part of me. Are you? So, are
2: there? Do you feel? Are there some Christmasy themes that I just don't remember? The, not Christmasy per se. Okay, the holiday. Okay, the themes. Getting home. Holiday parties. Getting home to. Your okay. Level, contacting. People you haven't been in contact with a while,
1: like when you say "yippee kaye" <laughs> into a into a walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've never
2: seen Die Hard.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. well, the you know you should probably know should going into it. We
0: should watch it at Christmas time. That maybe
1: that's what we could do for this year's Christmas show.
0: Yes, we can watch Die Hard together.
1: All right, folks. Here's the thing: Um you've made it about a half hour.
0: Oh man, how did we talk for thirty minutes already? <laughs> Honestly,
1: indeed. How did? <laughs> About
0: nothing. Yeah, we're just talking about the show.
1: We're talking about ourselves. We're talking about the show. I hope this has been fun for people. Well, I, I, I hope that teasing a little something here at the end might have. Uh...
0: We didn't even talk about our party hats.
1: Well, we're gonna post some pictures so people can see our party hats.
0: Yeah. Okay. Ouch. Oh.
2: Yours looks so weird because it's like floating on top of
0: you. <laughs> it just fell off. I know. Um, mm, y'all's look pretty good, but. Someone's gotta be the odd man out here, and right now it's me. Frank, did I tell you? I don't think I told you this, but this is one of the best jokes I've played on someone, and I'm gonna try to play it again. Jack was at Tree one day and I walked up and we were just talking. I said, Jack, by the way, I just wanted to tell you that if our second baby is a boy, that we're gonna name him Jack. And Jack. She went, looked me dead <laughs> in the
1: eyes when she said this. I'm a
0: performer. I pull it out when I need to. I do it for money on stage. And I do it when I want I actually wanna prank someone hard. Jack went, and I went, I'm literally just kidding. (laughs) His, His like complete endearment. And glowy love just changed it to I fucking hate you. Do you?
1: Don't you're like you're 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 the Winston from New Girl of this show when I it comes to it. pranking. Your your <laughs> ability to gauge what's like oh <laughs> this is a fun little way to have fun and then here's a way to hit you in the head with a ski. <laughs> it, that was i have just you're, uh, wow yeah. The yeah. most
0: yeah. common joke in pregnancy is people saying oh you know what would be a great name it's Frank. Frank is the name. Frank Steele is the name you should give your baby. You just get tired of that. So I decided to flip it so I can punk. Everybody uh, else. Well, that's fair. Before they tell me the same old washed-up joke. And I had to practice on you. You were the first one I busted it out on.
1: <laughs> you feel like you had to make sure you were good at it?
0: <laughs> I just... <laughs> I was, though, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you, yeah. You
1: hit me in the head with a ski. I killed you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we do have a little treat for you here at the end of the show.
0: Oh, Jack's special thing.
1: Yeah, Jack's got a little <laughs> special thing for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so gross. Yeah, don't... <laughs>
1: Uh, hang on one second. Let's...
0: <laughs> don't edit that out. That's so funny. I want
1: to do this the right way first. Hang on.
0: Oh God.
2: Now, we do
0: have a little. Ooh. Uh huh. Uh huh. A
1: little bottle of prosecco.
0: Aw. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> I don't. Whose theme song is that? That's, That's like, like the British. Queen's <laughs> theme song.
1: Whose theme song is that?
0: <laughs> ah! ah! There you go
1: You can have a little sip can't you I can
0: have a, a teensy I just want a teensy sip Yeah. It's going to sound so much smoother When you edit it together You're going to be like very suave
1: I know I'm not going to look like I'm a struggling idiot here at all Alright well so this is Let's say happy 100th episode
0: Happy 100th episode
1: Yes And we will pour a little bit of bubbly For everyone Yes, There's I'll pass this over. Oh, okay, this one's you. for me. Thank you. Got to give Frank like the tilt cup, so we try to keep the sudses down. There mm-hmm. we go. Whoop. Okay. There we go. Passing Ooh. over
0: to Frank Hay.
1: Frank Hay, you are that sir. Right there.
0: Happy hundredth.
1: Happy hundredth, everybody. And uh, we will say toast. Here's to here's to you, Allison West. Here's to you, Frank Steele. I could not. Uh, and to
0: you, Jack Crumley. Thank
1: you very much. This has been a wonderful hundred episode so far. And I'm very happy to have been a part of it. Very happy that the three of us get to work together as often as we do. Mm-hmm. I feel very lucky about that. And uh, and uh, cheers to y'all. Cheers. Cheers. And here's a here's a little something uh, for everybody that I've uh, been working on for a little bit. Cooked it up. Uh, enjoy. I'd like to catch like ambient conversation before we actually get, get going. started. Yeah, I do.
0: Why? Just because it makes you happy to listen to us? Because if if somebody says something funny, I can grab it and pull it out and
1: put it on a CD for later.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if you had a script shop greatest hits? A script shop Mm -hmm. gag reel? And it was just like tracks of the one Mm -hmm. things that we say or, I don't know, conversations with Frank is like the title of one of them. That would be hilarious
1: if I did that. (laughs) Okay, this is a promo. Energy up. Mm -hmm. Energy, energy, up, up, up. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is
0: gonna be fun. Yeah, sure. What kind of Allison you want for the show, Jack?
1: I want, I want Capital A Allison. Oh my for this goodness! Show. I want original recipe Allison. Da-da. Ready? Ready. And in three, two,
0: welcome to Show!
1: they're not going into too much detail about <laughs> the drinking that I did over the weekend because I have family that listens to this That's show. right, okay. So if we can just say, I, I, I can say the fact that I wore a dinosaur costume.
0: <laughs> I love barf. You don't lead with barf. Why not? Because Jonathan knows this. Barf! You say all the barf jokes for the end. Not here. No, it's my name. I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. <laughs> I'm my own best friend. I don't have cancer, you cunts! What the fuck am I doing here?
1: Right? You lead with barf jokes and you build the barf jokes. Well
0: good.
1: (laughs) It's to reverse the way the digestive system works.
0: If you feel like we're making a joke, just roll with it, whether it's good or bad, because I need all the laughs I can get, quite frankly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the part where... The early whenever I'm trimming up the show, this is the part where I say, okay, well, here we go. You feel okay? Alright. You do a lot of that.
0: It's just like, what else are we gonna do? We're I know. doing a show now. I know. It's showtime.
1: It is showtime.
0: We're damn professionals, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna have to ramp myself up each time?
1: Just, uh, I just like to check in. I don't want to spring anything off. Well, thanks. I'm being professional with you.
0: Yeah, well, I like surprises. <laughs>
1: don't tell me that.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do
1: about I don't it? know, but now I know nothing. that. That's in my head now. Don't say nothing. <laughs>
0: I don't have cancer you cunts.
2: She is an autonomous. Autonom, she is an automaton. You got da, it. It's okay. Automaton. Automaton. Da,
0: da, da, da. Uh,
2: so so what was it? So the, 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 that she is an ta- uh, mm, she is an autonomy, automaton.
0: <laughs> and I know I'm just going to let you know Joe that we're going to edit Joe, this yeah, part Joe we're going to be We're going to edit this part out. It's just funny though. So um <laughs> oh god damn it. Thank you. I, I always get sweaty. Or I used to, I don't anymore. She is an automaton.
1: <laughs> got it.
0: Frank wrote something on the bottom of his paddle and turned it over.
1: Uh oh. S- saving something for later. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 fuss with us during this show. We're we're doing a thing Frank's here. Frank's
0: getting an attitude. Yeah,
1: don't we don't need you doing a whole little Frank show on top of what we're trying to do.
0: Mama, milk, please.
1: All right, come on, we got uh, My energy is up, Jack. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> All right, does a hobby horse have a hickory dick? <laughs> okay, energy, energy, up, up, up. <laughs> stop humping. <laughs> just kicking my feet i'm just swinging I'm just, just on put, a swing. the, put the dorito bag on there if you're gonna start humping things and tell me what to do with my dorito bag she goes where's your hat and i was like hat what are you talking about she said, yeah freddy krueger always wears a hat you don't have it i said there's another thing freddy krueger doesn't have that you're about to find out about i thought it was a very clever response it was all i had
0: i don't know what you're talking about he's got that claw so-
1: hand <laughs> it's weird i don't like feeling uncomfortable it's so i mean it's it's one of my special um qualities. we got the the script shop soundboard and people can click around here and say wacky well, things All right,
0: you ready?
1: Bazinga. Don't do that. In no way will that ever be a part of the script shop soundboard.
0: Perfect. (laughs) You want some pops, I'll give you some. (laughs) Let's crush it. All right, ready? (laughs) Yeah. Let's wreck
1: it. Let's just wreck this. There we go. (laughs) Little... uh. Little gag reel uh, put together of stuff that uh, when it gets cut out of the show or pre-show talking, I just sort of kept it in a little file and uh, oh, man. it was a lot of fun to go back through. I pulled so many more clips than I that. I bet. I bet. It was hard to find stuff to, and I, I set like a goal for myself to fit it into the time, basically, of that song. And then outside of that, that Jack, with...
0: that's beautiful. That's amazing. Well, thank
1: you very much. Thank you, yes, everybody. That, that was, was great. A lot of fun to uh, to do and put together.
0: Oh man, you're very clever.
1: Uh, I'm something. Uh, well, hey, everybody, thank you. This feels, that's a good close, right? Thanks, guys. Yeah,
0: that was, I guess that's when I say, the thing I say. But first, I just got to tell everybody, hey, guys, thank you so much for being here. Through maybe all 100 episodes, maybe you made it the 40 minutes through this one. Like we said, tweet when you left the show. That would be great. Um, I've had a great time doing this work with the two of you through all the hard stuff, the easy stuff, the fun stuff, and uh, all the incredible things we get to talk about. It's all it's all been great. Cheers Couldn't have said that. it better. Yeah. Frank, you want to put your own little spin in here? i was
2: just going to say, looking forward to the next 100. Yeah, There we go. I
1: like that. Folks, thanks for listening very much.
2: Until
0: next week, friends. That's a wrap.
1: Script Shop was created by Allison West. Hosted by Allison West and Jack Crumley. Produced by Frank Steele. Thanks to iHeartMedia Cincinnati for use of their studio. Intro music. Retro Soul by bensound.com. Outro music by purple-planet.com. Special thanks to all our guests. Thanks for
2: listening.
0: In this is for show. show.